It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to tonight's AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights come all the way back and win an absolute thriller in overtime. 5-4 to four against the Minnesota Wild. Vegas improves to 13-4-1 and one on the season. What a game. What a game. And let's go back up to the radio booth, bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, to, to break this one down. And, Dan, I guess I'll say it this way. It wasn't a Picasso, but it sure was fun. <laughs> that rating scale really is something. I, I just like <laughs> Bob Ross, frankly. That's I'll, I'll go with him every time. Uh, no, and, and listen, you've got Dylan Coughlin, who had a couple of tough shifts, and Tomasz Nosek's first game in like a month after missing seven in the COVID protocol. And while Marc-Andre Fleury did not look as sharp as uh, he has recently, you know, only one goal was a true shot. The other three were kind of right around the net and, you know, blue ice goals. But you know, the Knights managed to hold their own here and they got uh, you know, the, the timely scoring. You know, we, we talked about how they've been playing a lot of low-scoring games. They've won those, but uh, they needed to uh, to dig deeper and find the, the extra offense today. And, you know, as we've been talking quite a bit here, Mark Stone instrumental in all of that happening. And You know, willpower is a significant thing in this sport when in the right hands. And it was in the hands of Mark Stone today. And I guess that's kind of the big story for me for the Golden Knights is is these games where it, it almost felt like it just wasn't going to work in their favor. They find a way to win. And I think that's something we've said about this team quite often throughout this season. That to me is the mark of a really good hockey team. Yeah, and it's funny because we're chatting earlier today. Dave Gosher and I were going over some things we wanted to talk with players and coaches during the media availabilities in our interviews. And the thing that came up was, hey, the Knights have given up 2.06 goals per game. That was second best in the NHL starting the day. It had been number one for a little while. And, you know, they give up four. Right? <laughs> so, like, that whole thinking, uh, you know, they've been so good at preventing other teams from not only scoring but getting chances. And uh, when other teams have gotten chances, Flurry's been so good. Today, you know, it's almost like you throw that script out the window. There were times when Minnesota looked like in complete control and Vegas was just all out of sorts. There were times when, you know, you're like, does Vegas have the right number of players on the ice here? What's going on? And uh, that, that wasn't, you know, for long periods at a time, but often enough that they scored four goals all at even strength. So, uh, and I'll go back to Cody Glass mentioned this in the second intermission. They scored two power play goals today, too. They had just one power play goal in their last three games, and then they score two here today. And by the way, you know, the wild penalty kill is eighth in the NHL. It's been pretty good, uh, though they have given up four in their last two games. Now, Dan, you mentioned Marc-Andre Fleury in, in this game, not necessarily his sharpest game. I guess the question is, We've seen him play a lot, right? And we know that at some point you're going to have to start another goaltender. He cannot start the next seven games in the next 12, 13 days. So the question is, do you go back to Marc-Andre on Wednesday or do you start to entertain the idea of getting Oscar Dansk a game as early as Wednesday? You know, the, the thought comes to mind of who are you playing against? Mm -hmm. And if... You know, let's say the Sharks were in town or something like Like, you might think about going to Dansk. Yeah. But, you know, it's Minnesota, the team that now is two points behind you in the standings. And wouldn't you want your best in the NHL goalie <laughs> between the pipes rather than Oscar Dansk? Now, Oscar hadn't played and has not played an uh, NHL game in almost 500 days. He has played the last few for Henderson and won each of those three. But... You know, does that mean he's ready to take on a Minnesota Wild team that averages more than three goals per game and got four against Flurry today? You know, it's it's 
you know, you look at the back-to-backs, right? And that's where you might more strongly consider going to Dansk for a game when you do have that. So I, I don't discount the possibility of Dansk going on Wednesday, especially given that they've made this, you know, th- this setup with Dansk getting a few as good as uh, NHL practices are, there's just something about the routine of going through a game, even if it's not an NHL game, and you see other shooters who you don't see in practice and things like that. Uh, so I, I think it's good that, that Oscar did get those few games, and uh, if, he is, uh, if he goes on Wednesday, he goes on Wednesday. But um, he's going to play at some point because it does not appear that Robin Leonard is uh, close to returning. On the topic of Mark Stone, I don't feel like it's much of a coincidence that the first game in 363 days that fans are in the building here at T-Mobile Arena, Mark Stone turns in an absolute gem, five primary assists. He said it over the course of the offseason that he part of his job is to be an entertainer. He certainly lived up to that billing tonight. Oh, he sure did, right? That was perhaps the most predictable thing about today, as impressive as it is. <laughs> if you were to say, you know what, Ryan and Dan, that there's going to be a player in this game who puts up five points. You know, if you were going to guess who is that player, you were going to guess Mark Stone mm-hmm. <laughs> because yep. of everything you just outlined. And it is hard to quantify what a leader like Mark Stone means. We've I've talked about this a little while ago. There are leaders who are the soul of a club but who are not in the position in terms of their talent and their productivity who can take over a game and impact a game so significantly. You know, Fleury, you know, can as a goalie, but, you know, he's not the captain. He's not an alternate. That's just not the way the NHL works. It's a a skater who is almost always in modern NHL hockey a captain. And uh, like we were talking about earlier, Gary and I were saying, is there a guy on the wild you would pick? Right. Is there an obvious one that would, okay, somebody, a leader from Minnesota is going to put up five points, put the team on his back today. I'm not sure that you could pick that guy. Obviously, for Vegas, it's Mark Stone, so that's not surprising. And it, let's not forget, he is the leading scorer on this team. He is obviously dishing out more than he is uh, pocketing goals. He's got four goals, but uh, now 22 points. First goal tonight to uh, surpass 20 on the year. And, uh, you know, I, I think, Ryan, the, uh, the emotional impact a player can make supersedes what analytics might lead us toward. The, the more information we have in sports today, it's great. It helps managers and coaches make decisions and so on and so forth. But there is still an unquantifiable human element to this. And Mark Stone is the greatest example I can think of right now in the NHL. All right, Dan, as always, fantastic call of tonight's action, and we will talk to you on Wednesday. Thank you, Ryan. I'm exhausted now. I might sleep until Wednesday. (laughs) There you go. That is the right strategy. That, the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights win a thriller 5-4 in overtime. Complete the comeback on the Minnesota Wild. 13-4-1 on the season for the Golden Knights. The postgame injury report brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. No injuries to report in this game, so we should expect something close to the same lineup for both teams as we hit Wednesday. Second period is where we pick up the highlights, and it's the Golden Knights on the power play opening up the scoring. Theodore to the left. Stone hard pass. Score! Cody Glass, a power play goal from Mark Stone and Shea Theodore at 7.09 of the first period to make it one to nothing Vegas. But the Wild would answer quickly on a misplay from Marc-Andre Fleury. Reeves failed to dump it in. Back in comes Greenway. Shot attempt. Muff comes in. They score! 
The initial shot was muffed. Fleury made a save, but could not control the rebound. And despite being outnumbered, the Wild managed to score. That's Jordan Greenway unassisted at 8.51 of the second period to make it 1-1. One one. Just a minute and six seconds later, Marcus Felino would give the Wild the lead. Coglin now in his own zone will try to create some space. Oh, he went in the wrong direction. Felino runs him over. Coglin then sends the puck slowly to the high slot. Couldn't get it out. Still alive. Left wing thrown in front. They score! Oh, a disastrous shift for the Knights. And the Wild take the lead. Marcus Felino from Jonas Brodin at 9.57 in the second period to make it 2-1 Minnesota. The Golden Knights back on the power play would tie the game at 2. And to the right wing side, Pacioretty. Theodore thought about shooting. Now left side, Stevenson. Out in front, Pacioretty shoots. He scores! Stone got it across. Pacioretty buries it. Another Vegas power play goal. 2-2 tie with 6.19 to go in the second. Max Pacioretty power play goal from Mark Stone and Chandler Stevenson at 13.41 of the second period to make it 2-2. Two two. And as the period would wind down, Nick Bonino would put the Wild back in the lead. Marcus Foligno down in the corner, trying to wrap around, Sturm in front, stop, and now it's in! It came in front, sharp angle, very deep on the left side. Minnesota has struck once more. Bonino makes it 3-2, Wild. That's Nick Felino. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we got head coach Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's game. Ben Goats for the Las Vegas Review Journal. Sorry, Ben. Hey, Pete. Just how much could you feel those fans down the stretch from the third period and into overtime? Yeah, that was the story of the night. Uh, what a difference, um, you know, just having them in the building, the energy. You know, I thought our players did a great job of acknowledge, acknowledging them, uh, you know, both prior to the game and then after the game. But, uh, you know, just, just nice, that sense of norm, normalcy, uh, you know, to get people back, the energy. And for, for sure, they were a big part of what we did in the third period. Uh, I think the guys wanted to, to make sure that they left with a win. Next question tonight comes from Justin Emerson to Las Vegas Sun. Justin. Hey Pete, does a five assist night from Mark Stone, does that kind of feel like you almost expect it out of him or even for him, is that a, a different level? Well, that's a, that's a special night. Um, you know, not, not many guys in the world can, can uh, put on a, a, a show like that. And it's funny. I was, I was joking with him because I was talking to him at morning skate about shooting more and he goes out and, and gets five assists. So Shows, shows you how much uh, coaching affects uh, a player's mindset. We'll go to Jesse Granger with The Athletic. Hey, Jesse. Pete. In, in the first, like, 10 minutes of the third period, you guys were struggling to create offense, and then the forecheck really got going. Um, was there something other than the forecheck that you saw that, that really flipped the game at that moment? No, it was a strange game. You know, I, I loved our, our start in our first period. I, I thought we didn't really give them anything in the first, and – found a way to get the first goal, you know, and then, and then some strange bounces, you know, around the net and all of a sudden you're down, um, you know, and it took us uh, a little bit to regroup. Uh, we came in and talked between the second and third that, uh, you know, we, we had some things go against us in the second and, you know, but it, we still had an opportunity to win this game. And, uh, you know, we jumbled the lines a little bit, uh, went back to some, uh, combinations that we're you know guys have, are more familiar with and I thought it took a couple shifts to to kind of find a spark but uh, once they got rolling uh, you know it was pretty impressive pressure we put on the last 10 minutes. Next question for Pete goes to Stormy Bonatoni the Vegas Bowl Knights. Uh, after the Colorado series you talked about wanting to make a statement and kind of send them a message what kind of a message do you think winning in this fashion sends to another top team in this division yeah critical points and uh, you know we've been on the other side of these type of, of losses and they're tough emotionally you know when you have a lead in an important game like that late in the game and you, and you don't win so um, Critical points against a real good team that I, I know is going to be one of the teams that'll be there uh, come playoff time, and um, we're going to enjoy it, and, and hopefully, uh, you know, we can jump on them again uh, here next game.
take a couple more here with Pete tonight. Next question for him goes to Danny Webster, NHL.com. Hey, Danny. Hey, Pete, obviously you want to play a full 60 minutes and third period probably didn't get off to the best start, but you kind of touched on it. Those last eight minutes, probably the best stretch that you've seen from this group in that kind of a stretch? Um, you know, we, we've played some pretty good hockey at different moments, but, uh, you know, I, I, I felt that, uh, yeah, uh, probably, um, you know, but, but our record says we played some pretty good hockey here too over the first 20 games. Last question tonight goes to Brian Blessing, the Vegas Hockey Hotline. Hey, Brian. Hey, Pete, you said not much time. I mean, enjoy it, but not much time, right? You get them back in 48 hours, and this is a team playing really good hockey, and they play a heavy game. They had long stretches of the game doing good work down low and crashing the net. You know, what are the answers for, you know, trying to deal with that? Yeah. Well, they are. They're very good at it. And, uh, you know, you've got to bend but not break. I, I thought in the first we did an exceptional job against that. Uh, in the second, we, we – uh, you know, we took on some water, so to speak, uh, you know, and spent too much time in our own end. So, and, and and even for a couple shifts early in the third. So, you know, that's something we're going to have to deal with. I don't think you're going to be able to eliminate that part of their game. They're just very good at it. But uh, we've got to do a better job of spending a little less time in our own zone. Thanks for doing this, Pete. Thank you. That was head coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's post-game interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. We're back with the rest of the highlights next on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Postgame Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance Postgame Show, the Golden Knights defeat Minnesota 5-4 in overtime. Mark Stone, five primary assists, and we're going to go back to the second period. It's 2-2. Two to two. Max Pacioretty just ties the game for the Golden Knights on a power play goal, and it's Nick Bonino putting the Wild back in the lead. Marcus Foligno down in the corner, trying to wrap around. Sturm in front, stop, and now it's in. It came in front. Sharp angle, very deep on the left side. Minnesota has struck once more. Bonino makes it 3-2 Wild. That's Bonino from Sturm and Felino at 17.53 the second period to make it 3-2 Minnesota. And then Nick Felino would cap a three-point second period with his second goal of the game. Now it's a two-on-one for the Wild. Look out, here's Felino shooting. He scores! Top right corner, and it's 4-2 Minnesota. Nick Foligno unassisted at 18-12 of the second period, 4-2 Minnesota. That's the deficit. Two goals for the Golden Knights going into the third period. And the first 12 minutes of the period, the Minnesota Wild did a great job protecting the lead. However, Nick Haig would get the Golden Knights back within one. Now they drop it. Vegas wins. Stone to the right. Haig scores! Big shot from the right point by the tall left-handed defenseman Nick Haig. Nick Haig with the goal. Again, the assist go to Mark Stone and Zach Whitecloud at 12.40 of the third period to make it 4-3 to three Minnesota. And from that period on, it was really all Vegas. They dialed up the pressure and pressing late with Marc-Andre Fleury pulled. Non-traditional as it is, Alex Tuck would score and would also have our AAA insurance save of the game. In the far corner, Pacioretty feeds the slot. Stone in front, they score! Alex Tuck tips it all! 4-4 tie! 41 seconds to go! AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair, discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life and that's exactly what that goal was Alex Tuck from Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty at 19-18 of the third period to make it 4-4 the Golden Knights complete the comeback send this game to overtime and it's Mark Stone picking up his fifth primary assist of the game setting up the game winner for Max Pacioretty 
Tipped away by Stone. It's out to center. Stone trying to get the breakaway. He got slashed. Stone coming in. It's now a two-on-one. Stone centers, and they score! Pacioretty wins it in overtime on the fifth setup by Mark Stone. 5-4 Vegas in overtime. The Knights remain atop the West Division standings. That is Max Pacioretty from Mark Stone at two minutes of the overtime period, 5-4 to four Vegas. And my goodness, what a goal it was. What an overtime period it was. The Golden Knights really dig deep in this one. And we talked about it a bit in the pregame show about how the Minnesota Wild play. And this is a team that scores goals. And they, they, by and large, defend well, too. But just by virtue of the fact that they play a little bit more open. They're a fast team. They like to forecheck. They want to play down low. They have active defense. Based on how they play the game, with style, with a little bit of that flair, it could lead to the Golden Knights finding a little bit more of their own offensive touch. And that's exactly what happened in this game. The Golden Knights get two power play goals. That keeps them within striking distance. Not Marc-Andre Fleury's best game throughout this stretch, but when you really look back at the goals, when you look at kind of where they come from and, and the circumstances surrounding them, Marc-Andre Fleury was beaten by one clean shot, and that was Marcus Foligno's second of the game. Like, that was the 4-2 goal. That, that's a goal that I think you, you look at Marc-Andre Fleury, you say you, you probably want to have that one. Maybe the Jordan Greenway one. Like, I'll, 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 I'll say you can have that one too. But the fact of the matter is, in a game in which the Golden Knights had every reason to come out in the third period flat, and they did for a, a good chunk of the first half of that period, they still find a way to win. The Nick Hague shot from the point that goes in, that really did breathe some life into T-Mobile Arena. The fans really started to get going in that third period, and then Vegas just dialed up the pressure. The forecheck was really good. They were really making it difficult on the Minnesota Wild to advance the puck up the ice. And Vegas took control of the final eight minutes of that period, and that's where they win the game. You have to like the resolve from the Golden Knights in this one. Just a phenomenal game top to bottom. I told you it would be that in the pregame show. These two teams entertaining hockey. We're back to wrap it up on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. Wrapping it up here, the Golden Knights defeat Minnesota 5-4 in overtime. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. Uh, fun second period. I mean, the, these two teams really went after it in the second period. Four goals by Minnesota, two power play goals by the Golden Knights. And, and I think the story for me in this game is that Vegas's power play, their special teams, kept them around in this game. And then the Golden Knights found a way to score five on five. They found a way to get a goal that gave them some life. And then it's Alex Tuck with a beautiful play. Mark Stone with five beautiful plays. I, I mean, like, we, we can't really talk about this game without talking about Mark Stone. And I'm curious to see what ends up happening on the extended postgame show because I'm daring everybody right now to call in. I am. I'm daring everybody to call in and tell me Mark Stone wasn't the most impressive player on the ice tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights. Like, he was so clearly the story in this game. That's the easiest phone call you're ever going to make to a post-game show. It, it literally is. That is the answer. When I call for the number and you dial into this show and I say, who was the most impressive player tonight for the Golden Knights? If it's anything but Mark Stone, then it's just it's, we're, we're going to have a problem. 
You can't do that. It was a fantastic night for Mark Stone. Five primary assists. The guy just went off. And the Golden Knights come all the way back. Down 4-2, going into the third period. This team finds a way to get two points. That is what great teams do. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended postgame show is next, right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show, presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Hey, Darren. Hey, Ryan. Who is the most impressive player for the Golden Knights tonight? Well, I heard what you just said as I was walking over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Stone. Yeah. I, you know what? I wanted to be a smart aleck and say Oscar Dansk. Yeah, go for it. I really, Come but, on. But, let's go. But you know what? This let's go. I'm, I'm in a fighting mood today. This go ahead. This isn't a smart aleck, goofy Millard night. <laughs> this is a night to enjoy the moment that the fans were allowed back into the building that we had uh, 2,600 people in attendance, 2,605 to be exact, Mm -hmm. and the Golden Knights had their lead atop the West Division with one of the most memorable games that that I've experienced in in this city with this team, led by their emotional and uh, statistical leader. Like, Mark Stone went from 50th in league scoring tonight to top 10. So... Here's here's my thought on this. You remember after the bubble, the the end of season media availability. Mark Stone talked about entertaining the fans, right? Yeah. He said, "I'm an entertainer. Yes, I go out. Yes, I play a game. Yes, I want to win a Stanley Cup, but I am also an, an entertainer." It is not lost on me that comment when I see Mark Stone go off and have this game in front of these fans for the first time in 363 days. Okay, two two things. Uh, because I talked to Mark Stone for 40 minutes yesterday. Yep. For my podcast, The Chirp, mm-hmm. which will drop in the morning, and I and I don't promote that for any other reason other than I asked him about the using the term entertainer. Yeah. And and went down that path that you just brought up, and he gave the greatest answer about and most like heartfelt answer uh, about his job, what their role is, and that they're not just athletes, mm-hmm. but he he likened it to himself when he watches golf, when he watches uh, other sports, he wants to be entertained, so he looks at himself uh, like that. I'll play the cl- I'll bring the clip in tomorrow. I'll okay. put it in my backpack and I'll haul it into the station and I'll, I'll play it for you. But there there was another thing that we talked about was why he uses such a long stick because unusual. Matt Zuccarello uses a long stick mm-hmm. for the for the Minnesota Wild, but Stone like it's it's a different like. And he told the story about when he was in junior and he failed on a breakaway and it was because he couldn't reach around the goalie. Yeah. I'll, I'll play that clip tomorrow too about why he ended up changing and who, who gave him the advice. But tonight on the game-winning goal, mm-hmm. the long stick reaches around the sliding defender. It's, it's the, the pass is great. Yes. The finish is awesome. Yep. But it's because of that long reach the extra couple of inches on the stick that he's able to make that pass uh, around the sliding defender. So it's timing's everything, and uh, we'll we'll have some great uh, comments from Stone tomorrow. But the 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 idea that that he is able to do that and and come out with five primary assists is really staggering.
702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us. We've got Mike joining us now. Mike, your most well, impressive player of the game. You're challenging me to come up with somebody other than Stone, and there's no, no possible way to do it. Good job, Mike. As you, well, half hour ago, Ryan said it best. He said, do you suppose it's a coincidence that Mark has this kind of game the first time there's fans in the stands? And it's not a coincidence. He is the consummate entertainer, and I can't wait to hear your clips tomorrow uh, as you play them in the afternoon. But you can it, I, wanted, I do like. want to say this and then let you guys comment on this. I think I'd start Mark Andre one more time because it is the wild, and I, I don't care what anybody says. They're as good or better than Colorado, and I, I do want to try to beat them, although I know that when you play the same team twice in three days, you generally don't win game two if you win game one. And then you got to start dance one of the two days at San Jose. So I, I would imagine you guys would agree with that. Ooh, that's presumptuous that we would agree. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, Mike, I do. I, I think uh, Mark Andre Fleury, in fact, I think he starts Wednesday, and I think he starts the front half of that uh, two in two against San Jose. Although the San Jose Sharks drilled Colorado tonight, six two, uh, a little bit surprising. And download the podcast. That's what you got to do. But we'll we'll play those clips tomorrow. the uh, The idea uh, that Vegas does that with fans in the building. And Mike brings up a good point. Like the rising to the occasion is is incredible by Mark Stone. Mm-hmm. But remember game one this year. The first game as captain, Mark Stone led. Like jumped out and, and came out for the first start. Waved to waved to Dave and Shane, but they weren't watching. Yeah. Uh but like that was his moment that night. Yep. And he just repeated and raised the stakes tonight. He was a little bit more excited to wait that was for the a, fans tonight after the game. That little victory lap yeah. that he took special will go down in in <laughs> VGK lore for one like when we when we put together the the ten year uh, video of uh-huh. the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. That that will be in it. As crazy as it is, that the message and the energy that you absorbed from that moment is is one of those goosebumpy moments. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phones. Bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, most impressive player tonight for the Golden Knights. Oh, I think that would be star one, two, and three of the game, Mark Stone. Yeah, Pacioretty hadn't scored a pair. I think you could have gone down that path. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to, I know you talked about it a little bit, but they're finally, you know, firing off on the power play and five-on-five during the game. It was really good to see, especially after such a kind of slow first period, nobody scored, and then to get the power play goals and get the five-on-five goals because so many of the last how many games has it either been they've scored on the power play or they've scored five-on-five, haven't gotten both in a game, so it's nice to see both on the board today. So Stephanie, I'm going to I'm going to take that and and add on to to your point about the power play. Power play got them into the game mm-hmm. with yep. with a couple of goals. But what the power play also did was show that Patrick and Stone had something going on tonight. Like there is there is some chemistry they were moving the puck around and that I I think their ability to connect on the power play was one of the reasons why Pete DeBoer started the third period back to his old lines and putting Stone and Pacioretty together because they were feeling it five on four. Could he get something out of them five on five? And what happens is uh, they, they make a great play off the faceoff. Stone finds his some room, sets up Nick Hag, and then uh, with the extra attacker on the ice, uh, Alex Tuck, it's the Stone, Pacioretty, Stevenson line that generates that tying goal. And in overtime, they're good old reliable. And thanks for the call, Stephanie. Like, I love the fact that Pete DeBoer has that in the back pocket, right? He's got those pairings that you you know work so well together in stone, in patch ready. Uh, I, I thought Cody Glass had a, had a strong game, too, for the Eight Golden Knights. Eight and two in the face-off dot. Yeah, that's that's fantastic for Cody Glass. But I I, I wondered aloud, and as did Gary Lawless on the broadcast, if we, if maybe Pete DeBoer 
would throw Cody Glass between Pacioretty and Stone because they, those three players, especially on the power play, seem to develop something in this game. But I love the idea of how flexible and fluid Pete mm-hmm. DeBoer is in terms of this team and those line combinations when it's just not clicking the way he'd like it to for Vegas. Gary Lawless and I bet a toonie on that. Oh, really? Yeah, I said they would go back to good old reliable. And he, and he, 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 he disagreed? Went, he, well, he went with Glass and Pacioretty and Stone. Okay. Yeah. I'm a $2 man right now. So you well, actually, I'm about a dollar on, sixty-five. Wait, wait, so you only lose uh, bets to me? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I think I think he got the idea from you, so thus I beat you as well. That was that was uh, no, amazing. Like wrong. Twenty thousand people fish in in a couple of days will think that they were in this building, and it was only twenty six hundred and five. Do you, could you hear them? I took uh, yeah. Shane and Dave out of my ears. Yeah. For about the last. Uh, five minutes of the first period just to listen a yep. little bit yep. to it and you could right in front of me mm-hmm. it was fantastic like i it, yeah, it, you had ryan wallace or not uh, sorry uh you had uh uh what's his name chris chapman <laughs> jabbering in your ear though didn't okay. you uh well yeah for the for the majority of the game yeah but okay, I, I will say this and and this is kind of the last thing and then we'll, we'll take a break uh 702-876-1340 is the number by the way um can we just stop talking about the gold helmets? Like, I- I've never they seen... They won. Yes, I know, they did. And I've never seen so much blame for an inanimate object. It's literally something that has no bearing on the outcome of a game whatsoever. And yet here we are blaming an, yeah. an inanimate object for the fact that the Golden Knights couldn't win while wearing these helmets. Then they do, and I say, hey, can we just leave the helmet talk alone? No, I'm, I'm, and with, it's like, I'm with the no. people on that. I, I blame certain things that's that ridiculous that's yeah. ridiculous uh i i wasn't gonna go there if they lost but i was thinking it oh goodness gracious all right we're gonna take a break 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us here on the extended po- post game show fox sports las vegas Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Golden Knights win a thriller. 5-4 to four in overtime against the Minnesota Wild. What a game. Like, it wasn't a Bob Ross, but it was real fun. Uh, I don't know. Like, entertaining-wise, it, it, was, it was right there. I got to let it marinate for a minute. We'll see tomorrow. You know, one uh, thing, and I love it from Dean Evison's point of view, mm-hmm. is he had uh, Marcus Foligno out looking for the hat trick. Yep. Never, I don't, he never had a hat trick before. Yep. And I wonder if, if normally Marcus Foligno, because I actually looked up the score and went, are they up two? Is that why Foligno? No, they're up. They're only up one. Mm-hmm. Why Marcus Foligno's out there. But I love that rewarding of players and sure. giving them the opportunity. It costs, may, may end up, Costing the point, I, if you look at it that way, I don't. But I, I just think it's it's great sometimes that coaches put the playbook away and and try to get a player something significant like a like a hat trick. Now, Vegas takes advantage of it mm-hmm. by coming down, and the Golden Knights allowed 16 shots in the second period. Wide open, it was 16, 14. The shots, like yeah. it was back and yeah. forth. Allowed four goals in the third period. Three shots by the Minnesota Wild in overtime, zero. Yeah. That's what you call tightening it up. I mean, it it was interesting because, again, we talk about the third period and we looked at it from Vegas' perspective. It took them 11 and a half minutes to get their first shot of the period. And then all of a sudden. But they didn't give anything up during that time either. No, they didn't. But at at the same time, they, they really weren't able to generate much in terms of, of anything quality in the third period and then that shot from Haig goes in. And well, Riley that... Smith made a play for their first shot Yeah, and this another reason, I think the lines stay the same on, on Wednesday because Riley Smith was very noticeable in the third period. Yep. And yeah. then and then Haig with the with the seeing eye shot. Yeah, and and the Haig the Haig shot goes in, and it was really turning up the volume for the Golden Knights. They were very very good to close out that period and very good in overtime. 
very smart overtime period, very patient from Vegas. Um, Kirill Kaprizov is fun to watch in person. He had a couple of shots, I don't know, maybe 40 footers, like yeah. top of the circle to hash marks yeah. in, that Marc-Andre Fleury had to fight off. Oh, yeah. One in the first, one in the second. And uh, our producer said, Kaprizov hasn't done much. I'm like, are you kidding? And he didn't have any. He didn't have any end of, ru- end of rushes. So I understand what he's saying on yeah. that part. Yeah. But just little plays yeah. like that. And then he stole the puck from Nick Hag mm-hmm. uh, in the in the second period or third period. And it was like, whoa, like that's living dangerously. Uh, he's. I mean, is that's great? Minnesota Wild scoring four goals mm-hmm. in a period mm-hmm. against a Stanley Cup contender. If you needed any proof that this was a different Minnesota Wild team getting up and down the ice, uh, you, you got it tonight. 702-876-1340 is the number. If you'd like to join us, give us a call. We're back with more on the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Designing luxury cars that put people and safety first. Now more than ever, Finley Volvo Cars encourages you to stay home and visit them online at finleyvolvo.com. There, you can access their complete inventory, fill out the four-step form, and a Finley Volvo representative can deliver your vehicle right to your driveway with a five-day return period. Volvo Cars, putting you and your family's safety first since 1927. Visit finleyvolvo.com for more information. Finley Volvo, safety first. You want the best sleep? Get the best mattress. Tempur-Pedic Best Mattress has the entire line. And right now, get two free Tempur-Pedic pillows with a purchase of any Tempur-Pedic mattress. Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. If you've been charged with a crime or DUI, don't gamble with your lawyer. Get the most effective defense and get results. Call the Vegas Lawyers at 702-707-7000. 702-707-7000. Lawyer up. PTs is the best viewing for the Vegas Golden Knights outside of the arena. Cheer the Knights to victory with a cold pint or classic cocktail. Enjoy our famous wings, burgers, or pizza surrounded by high-def screens showcasing the action on the ice. With 60-plus locations around the valley, you're sure to find a PTs near you. Visit PTsTaverns.com to find your local tavern. That's PTsTaverns.com, official partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. Boomer Naturals face covers and neck gaiters are the most comfortable, breathable, safest face covers on the market. Offering a hat trick of three layers of silver-infused protection. Pick up yours today at CVS. While there is hope on the horizon, we still need to stay vigilant. Don't take a chance with your family's health and safety. Wear a face covering by Boomer Naturals. Ask for Boomer products by name. Boomer Naturals. Available now at CVS. Boomer Naturals is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 5-4. The final, the Golden Knights pick up two points. 13-4-1 on the season. Defeat Minnesota in overtime. Mark Stone, five primary assists in this game. Primary he's, he's the last guy to touch the puck before the goal score. He is the one that sets up that play. Now, you can have two assists. A secondary assist is the player that touches the puck before the player that touches the puck that sent it to the eventual goal scorer. Bruce Cusack just sent me a note. Yeah, what's that? He said he was, he was so happy he didn't have to say Kaprizov's name tonight. <laughs> Why? Well, just because it's, they it's did not, a good job. They did a good job against them. Well, That's what yeah, he's saying. Like he yeah. was, he was, uh, he was happy. He didn't have to say Caprisov uh, uh, goal, and I don't know how Cusack does it exactly, but Caprisov, biggest goal, Caprisov, Minnesota goal. He's he's very muted, uh, very toned down when he announces when the visiting uh, visiting yeah. team goal. <laughs> uh, I was going to just mention this was a game for first place. And the players mentioned that over and over tonight, especially Mark Stone. Very aware of that. Uh, but the 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 idea that you win the game is important because if you lose the game in regulation tonight, you don't just fall from first place. You go to third place 
because the St. Louis Blues also won tonight. So that that third period rally and then overtime win, psychologically, is huge. Not just because there's fans in the building. That's the story of the night. But the the layers in this game is like uh, like a taco dip. Like you're going seven deep on that thing. You guys ever have seven layer dip? Yeah, it's outstanding. Yeah, yeah. Did you? So, I just okay. made that one up. I might I might not use that one again. Just thought I'd try it out. You on just the extended post game show. You compared this game to taco dip. Well, like it's layers. Like there was a lot of layers to this game. Yeah, I mean, you seven can, layers, eight layers. Like, if you're going to go with a food reference and you're talking about layers, why not go with the onion? You uh, peel back the layers of an onion. Yeah, but you know, I don't. I'm. I'm. Like that's not, the obvious one, Ryan. I'm not everybody else. Good point. I'm unique. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> well, sorry. What was that? <laughs> sorry. How do Canadians say it? Sorry. Sorry. How do you say it? Sorry. <laughs> It's no different. Yes, it is. It's 100% I, different. Nah, I'm not going to get into you it. You say sorry. I was on a Zoom call today for my kid's school, yeah. and uh, right away, uh, like four teachers, we knew you were Canadian because of your accent. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Well, what did just, you say that was Canadian? I don't know. I just spoke. Did you say, did you say progress? No. I've I figured that one out. You have figured yeah. out progress. Progress, uh, but you don't, progress you don't, and, and but, process. And, but you don't hear sorry. No, I don't hear sorry. Sorry? No, sorry. No, I don't. I don't hear that one. Okay. Well, everyone if else. I ever, does. If I drop literally an a, everybody hey, else does. It was, it was a great game, eh? That that's Canadian, and this I, was a great game tonight. It, it was a fantastic game. Uh, you know, Alex Tuck scoring mm. the tying goal the under e- a minute. The extra attacker out there too. Yeah. He was the guy that came on for Flurry. I thought, you know, that's a huge goal in a big moment for Alex Tuck, but he. Was really moving around the ice tonight. Third period, she's flying. Yep. It, it, was that because of the lines changed too? I don't know. But but he had it going. Uh, Kolasar, uh, that Kolasar had a strong game start yeah. to finish Yeah. Uh, in this one. Uh, Glass hit a crossbar early and, and scores a goal. A lot to like. Max Pacioretty hits double digits mm-hmm. in goals. Mm-hmm. A lot to like. They, they fire 30 shots on goal. They were 39 in the game, but they were they hit the 30-shot plateau for the first time at eight. So got to the net, started uh, generating more chances. Uh, there is progress there. Right. I, I, I liked a lot of the Golden Knights game tonight. Second period, I thought Minnesota was very, very good. Got to bounce, though. But I, I like the fact that the Golden Knights were able mm-hmm. to show that resolve and find a way to win because we, we talk about it all the time. It's easy, I think, to, to control a game. It's easy to get to a point where everything's going right. It's how you respond in those moments where you're not getting the bounces. That's where good teams really, really shine. Let's go back out to the phone line. 702-876-1340 is the number. Bring in Terry. Terry, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. No doubt about it. 100%, without a doubt, Mark Stone was the player of the game. Were you there? Were you at the game tonight, Terry? You know, you want to know something that's real funny? Um, I was actually at work. I just got off work a little bit ago. Um, <laughs> it's pretty funny because the game that I heard sounded hopeless. They were losing 4-2. The defense was letting them down. Players were out of position, missing assignments. It sounded like from what the announcers are saying. Then by the time I tuned in, they won. I'm listening. I'm like, oh, they pulled it out. I'm like, you know, I'm not surprised because, hey, this team is great. They're having a great run. Great teams having great runs. Do things like that, you know? Terry, do me a favor. Write down the number. Put it in your phone. Call every night and call the VGK Insider Show from 4 to 6 on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We need to hear more from you. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, the thing is, I don't ever really get to watch it. I'm kind of relying upon the announcers, and the announcers do a good job, you know, radio, but for hockey especially, it's like, it's kind of hard to visualize, especially because, I, you know, hockey's not like my main sport, like baseball, football, basketball, I'm more up on, but I love the Golden Knights, I love hockey, it's just I can't visualize hockey as much. I got to see it more, like in person or on TV the more understand what's going on, you know. Well, so good news, good news, that's Terry. That's where I'm coming from. Tomorrow we're giving away tickets between 4 and 6 to Wednesday's game. 
Listen, oh, I and maybe, call, and man. Yeah, maybe, maybe you can be the winner, Terry. I'm, I'm just giving you that heads up right now. Uh, 46 hey, I tomorrow. The, I appreciate it. I got call, to call tomorrow, huh? You bet, pal. Thanks for the call, right, Terry. Sounds good. I love you guys. Be listening to that show. Go Knights, go. Chest bump to you, bud. Terry's awesome. That's yeah. a great caller. That's a great caller right there. Darren trying to get Terry to call into the Insider Show. I think I think he does it. I say he does it tomorrow. We open the phone lines. Terry, he's going to be the first call. Two tickets to Wednesday's game to be given away tomorrow between 4 and 6 of Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to wrap it up. Extended post-game show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Mark Stone, the star on the ice. The fans in attendance, the star off the ice. Incredibly loud, a lot of energy. Great takeaway from you that know, game. If, if Mark Stone doesn't have five assists, mm-hmm. do you think the first star is the fans tonight? Yeah. Just, just wondering, like if, if, if yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it was it was a great showing. Uh, Twenty six hundred fans in the building, two six oh five, and they were loud. Flurry chants, go Knights, go chants, very loud. A lot of energy in the building. The uh, the celebration after the overtime goal by Pacioretty, I was I flipped around from where I sit and started watching on on television, making my notes because we come up right after, like you guys do. And I look down at my monitor, and what happened? They, they're saluting the crowd. Yep. Like, that is so cool. We hadn't, yeah. we hadn't seen it. Like, all of a sudden, these little things that you're just used to, that you take for granted, were, was, was happening out there. Yeah, it, it felt almost normal. And, and that was a really cool moment to, to share in with the, the fans in attendance tonight. Love you guys. Oh, you're too kind, Darren. We feel the same way about you also, sort of. <laughs> anyway, that's going to do it for us here on the Extended Post Game Show. The Golden Knights take on the Minnesota Wild on Wednesday. Thanks to Jeff Rubino. He turns knobs like no one else. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio keeping us on the air. For Darren Millard, I am Ryan Wallace. We will talk to you on Wednesday right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.